Yo, what is up, Ninja Turtle fans? Welcome back to a new episode of Booyaka Show, a TMNT podcast. I am your host, Zach Norris. And in today's episode, we're doing something a little fun, a little different, not too different. You guys have heard Random Turtles Talk episodes before, but this time I have three guests. This is the most guests I've ever had on Booyaka Show. So this one might get a little fun, might get a little sloppy. We are four turtle fans talking into two different microphones. Microphones, excuse me. So this is going to be fun. First up, my younger brother, Logan Norris. Logan, what's up? Yo, yo. And then the other two guests are two guests that you guys have heard before. And as we kind of said on the episode they were featured on, I was hoping to have them be irregular guests. And here they are irregularly guest appearing. So what is up to my man, Jesse? Jesse, what's up? What's up, man? And my buddy, Robert Diaz. How are you, Robert? Good. How are you? I am chilling, man. So thank you guys all for showing up and thank you for bearing with the uh, sloppiness of the uh, missing mic situation. Uh, I love that we're like tag teaming these mics right now, but without any further delay, ladies and gentlemen, we are basically just going to talk our heads off about Ninja Turtles, random topics. That's why these episodes are called Random Turtles Talk, because it's just me and friends talking about random turtle stuff. So we're going to start it off with probably everybody's, well, maybe not everybody's favorite, but most people's favorite subject, turtle toys. And we're going to talk about some recent pickups. I recently picked up uh, stuff at Comic-Con. I grabbed the NECA Well, I didn't grab this at Comic-Con. I pre-ordered it before. It showed up afterwards. I got the San Diego Comic-Con exclusive capture of Splinter set from NECA Toys. I really liked the set. I kind of had a crazy situation with the mail pickup. I thought I was going to have to fight the FedEx guy because the package was shown as delivered, but it wasn't delivered to me. So I had to track down the FedEx guy, and luckily he had delivered it had it to the wrong place, had it signed for at the wrong place, but then realized that it was the wrong place and he took the package back. So I tracked him down on his truck and was like, hey man, I think you've got a package for me. And he was like, actually, you're right. I do have a package for you. So I got my capture of Splinter set. I also recently grabbed for a very discounted price, the Epic Sewer Lair playset from Rise of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. It is 43 inches tall, four levels of fun turtle stuff. I'm going to be using it as a display for all my figures. But um, what about you guys? Logan, we're going to start with you. Have you grabbed any toys recently that are turtles related or any toys in general? Let us know. I actually recently grabbed... I didn't grab. You paid for that uh, Batman Mikey... 10,000 pieces, PX exclusive, Comic-Con. Outside of that, I picked up the, uh, they're not really toys, but just some work. Yeah, I picked up some pins to go along onto my pin board. And uh, on top of that, outside of that, no, I haven't picked up anything turtle-related at all, unfortunately. Which uh, which pins did you grab? The Zen Monkey, just the retro four arcade ones. The selection screen, yeah. When you oh, nice, nice, nice. Selection screen. Nice, I know what you're talking about. And that, shh, that's been it lately. I wanted to, still trying to find the turtle pops, but mostly just older stuff, turtle related. Okay, well, hold on to that thought, because we're going to talk about stuff we're chasing here in a second. Jesse, what about you, man? You grabbed any turtle stuff recently, or any uh, cool stuff in general? Uh, you also picked up <laughs> Michelangelo Batman for me. I, I did pay for that, though. <laughs> but I appreciate that plug, man. Yeah, no worries. I, um, I'm lucky enough to be friends with a guy who runs a comic book store. So he went ahead and ordered me a couple of the bat Mikey's by DC collectibles. So I could grab one for my brother, Logan and the homie, Jesse, Jesse paid for his, uh, straight up my brother, Logan. Actually, we went to a concert like a month or so ago and he bought me a hoodie. So, um, so he was, uh, we basically traded the hoodie for the toys. So no worries on that. I appreciate you guys. Fair trade. Absolutely fair trade. And then Robert Diaz, how about you, my friend? You grabbed anything turtles related? Um, I know you spend 
quite a bit of money, but I don't know if it's all related to turtle stuff. Um, ironically, I'm the third person or fourth person <laughs> who's picked up the Mikey as Batman. Um, <clears throat> I not so much picked up, but I pre-ordered uh, the rest of the set. So I did the whole set. So this should be coming out in December. I'm looking forward to that. Really like the art and the sculpts of the of the figures. But pretty much that's it so far, which is plenty of money. <laughs> You're absolutely right. I also have a Bat Mikey that I grabbed from Comic-Con, and I have also pre-ordered the rest of those. I'm very excited for them to come out. I guess that's a perfect segue for us to go into the next section, where, which is toys we're chasing. And I'm not really chasing these because I pre-ordered them at GameStop, but I am really excited for the uh, Batman Ninja Turtle 2-packs. I pre-ordered them in store so I could grab them as they released. I'm just paying them off one by one, except for September, which has two drops, Leo and Raph. But based on the the quality and how good uh, the Bat Mikey turned out, I'm really excited for the other sets and how they're going to be. So how about you, Logan? Are you grabbing those by chance? I'd like to. I'd like to. I saw the GameStop pre-order for two fifty, and I was like, ugh. But I know you can pay for them separately, so... I definitely do want to get them. I really enjoyed the movie a lot more than I thought it was. So, I'm it is a good movie. Very. I do want to have those. Jesse, what about you, big dog? I mean, I would like to pick them up. <laughs> <laughs> um, I haven't seen the movie yet, so oh, I man. have no like emotional tie to them. Right, right. Um, other than the Batman Mikey, like like you said, the sculpt is super legit. Yeah, the detail on it is super good. So, um, yeah, I mean, I would definitely like to pick them up. I might have to roll with the. Uh, you know, pay for them as they come out. I hear that. I can't get that Robert Diaz, you know what I mean? <laughs> Robert, you're going to go after the rest of the... Oh, no, you said you already... Pre- are, are you doing the buy them as you go, or are you just going to wait till December until they all drop? No, I'm just waiting until December, which is basically the same thing as paying it as, as it comes. Go. Yeah, because yeah. I'm just saving the money for it. It doesn't... Uh, they don't charge me until I, it ships. But other than that, that's pretty much it. That's only through GameStop. Yeah, these GameStop figures are, exclusive. yep, they're exclusive yeah. to GameStop. Nice. I would I would probably do that too, except I'm more of an instant, instant gratification kind of guy, so I'm going to just... And also, it feels like the big reason I, I discussed this on an earlier episode, the big reason for me is that paying them as they come out is cheaper than me dropping the two... It's the same amount of money, but it's broken up over time instead of waiting to drop 250 all at once. So that's that's my reasoning there. And then as far as, you know, stuff that I'm really chasing, I'm always always trying to lock down uh some Shogun turtles. That's a line that I really uh appreciate. Always you know, waiting for Rise to drop new stuff, which they're actually a, a new wave of those is coming out with a couple cool figures that I might uh actually pick up. And then um man, I guess really just you know, if you were Jesse, did you have a thought about that? One of those uh, eighty nine turtles is it eighty nine turtles? The four pack, the Walmart ones. When do those drop? Oh, those the comic book themed ones, or uh, no, the OG the toy OG line. ones. Yeah, yeah. Haven't seen anything else about those yet. Really? Yeah. So when though when the news of those broke, there was two sets. There was right. the comic inspired yeah, set, yeah. and then there was like the OG Playmates lines mm-hmm. uh, set. The comic book one is in stores now. Oh really? Uh, yeah, it's okay. it's out there and about there. Uh, I don't know why I said that. That was silly. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! But um, <laughs> so the uh, <laughs> um, it's a little late here, guys. We're recording this on Saturday night at ten fifty eight p.m. Friday night. That's how late it is. <laughs> Oh, shell shock! I just played the, <laughs> I just played the shell the shell shock soundbite for you guys. I wish you could hear the soundbite so bad, but, um, so yeah, sorry guys. It is ten fifty nine p.m. on Friday night, and me, Logan, Jesse, Robert, and our significant others, uh, Katie, Lydia, and Sammy, are all going to Disney in the morning. So. We probably shouldn't be up this late recording a podcast, but it's kind of our only chance to do it. So we're we're throwing it together with duct tape and hopes and prayers right now. So 
like I said, please forgive me uh, for the sloppiness. This is really just going to be a loose, fast, fun episode. And that's that's really how you get the gold. So, you know what I mean? I'm going to keep rolling with it. Cowabunga! But yeah, what? there's a comic-inspired four-pack that is already out. There was images dropped of another four-pack that is basically a reproduction of the original four toys. Wouldn't mind having that because I don't have a set of four loose OG ones now. And so I would like almost to have this uh, four pack bust them out and then boom, I've got some brand new ones to, you know, openly display. But I haven't seen anything, any any other info about those yet. Yeah. Definitely a pack I would like to have. Yeah. If possible, sorry. No, you're good. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what I'm kind of waiting for too. So with that being said, is there a while we're before we switch off of toys, is there a toy company that you guys follow or that you guys appreciate that you would like to see take on the turtles? Or is there a take of the turtles that you haven't seen yet that you would like to see in a toy form? Like, would you like to see more adult collector themed stuff? Would stuff? Would you like to see um, statues or more vinyl figures or more artsy based figures? Because for me, I talk about this with you know a couple other friends of mine that are big turtle fans, and I feel like right now we're in like a what I'd like to jokingly refer to as the silver age of turtles as in back when the first wave of like you know turtle mania hit that was the golden age that was the golden era you're probably never going to repeat that just because of how high the highs were back then but nowadays i'd say from about 2012 2013 we're living in like a golden age where we've got great turtle comics great turtles tv show from 2012 to 2017 and now rise is kicking off and getting started we've got more toys maybe than we've ever had before in terms of toys for adults toys for kids toys for serious collectors expensive toys cheap toys yada 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 the only thing we're really missing right now is a really really good movie on and a really really good video game but to stay away from those subjects and again to keep it on toys is there something that you guys feel like the turtles toy market is missing. Robert, how about you, man? I don't know so much that it's missing, but I am a, a big fan of two companies, one being the Good Smile Company. I think having turtles in that kind of like um, Japanese-inspired art type thing, I think those turtles would be cool, especially because <clears throat> there's some characters that we have uh, or some figures that you have like at your desk or somewhere where you're at, where you're at working. So having those like miniature ones or ones that kind of like seem more like decoration versus collections. I think that would be cool. Another company that I think just because I like the look of it is the Funko vinyl ones. So the vinyl, uh, they're, I think the same size, but they have different art, different, uh, uh, figures that way. And there's something else I was thinking of, but I can't think of right now. Well, that's easy. Cause I'll take that Funko off your hands. Um, <laughs> They need to do something because it's they. Still, I think they lost the turtle. They had to lose a turtle license because there's no reason in the world for them not to be pushing out turtle pops. Um, but they haven't, and I, since I don't think like 2013 or 14, 15. I don't oh, know. No, when did those? When did those pixelated? There was like a pixelated okay, set yeah, that yeah, dropped exactly, like a couple exactly, years yeah, ago. Yeah, exactly. The, the pixelated from the yeah, just the, they were all the turtles and Shredder uh, pixelated in the eight bit. Which I don't think I'm. Yeah, I'm not a really big fan of it all. They're just so heavy, but uh, they had some really really dope ones, and they almost did like like they did two versions of Mikey in a grayscale, two versions of Raph in a grayscale, no Donatello's in a grayscale, one Leo in a grayscale. So it was like, and then I think that must have been when they lost the license because. They needed they needed to do one more grayscale Leo to to finish the two and then two more for Donatello, but there's nothing. And I think with everything that's out there and turtle related, they could have a great turtle line right now. I mean, they're killing. Their Funko's on fire everywhere you go. So, but and statues. I love some more statues, but the prices on statues are just. I saw those ones from Comic Con on the Toy Arc website. Five hundred dollars yeah. a piece. 
They're crazy. They're crazy. They 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 look pretty cool though, and they're huge. So yeah. the 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 price is kind of justified. But yeah, I'm not. I can't really do the statue market because, like you said, they are very pricey. But funny that you said statues, and funny that you said Good Smile because Logan does have the James Jean Ninja Turtle statues that were produced by Good Smile. So I know what you mean. I I, I don't know if you've seen those at the house or not, but they're tight. Yeah, I'm jealous that he has those. One day he'll. He'll get over them, and they'll be mine. Uh, Jesse, what about you, man? You got any turtle toys you wish were out there? You know, that Kid Robot series that they did, I don't, I forgot how many years, it's a couple years now, yeah, but they killed, they killed that series, and it was like cartoon-based, I believe. Yeah. Just looking at the pictures here. Um, I wish they would do some more, man. I felt like they did. Yeah, they did, they did one wave, and it went, I feel like it was really hot for a second, and then it kind of cooled off, and then they did a second wave that I feel like didn't, catch it that i thought the second wave looked better but i don't feel like it did as well and they had them in two different sizes and then they had some keychains and yeah i just again yeah i kind of i kind of feel the same kid robot does some really awesome stuff but they they seem to i don't know if it was a mixed reaction or right. if they just only had a certain type of deal but <clears throat> yeah they, yeah, I felt like they could have done more with it. Yeah, too. absolutely. And and outside of NECA, I mean, NECA is just killing it, dude. Absolutely. So it's like they're to to me as like a fan of the movies and all that. They're definitely giving me everything that I would want for sure. They are giving a bunch of older fans everything that they want for sure. <laughs> so, I mean, since we're talking about that, I do want to talk about my Splinter set a little bit. I know you nerds don't have it, so yeah. Uh, no. Anyways. It's great. I it came out a little I was a little worried about it at first because I got my splinter out and it seemed like his leg hadn't been set into the packaging correctly. So when I got him out, his leg was it's like you know when you hold something in in a certain position too long it kind of stays in that position and it felt like his leg was like that. One of his legs was bent a little so he wouldn't stand up straight. And then he was already interesting enough to get used to with you almost have to use his tail to stand him. His tail is is not bendable. It's not posable. It just goes straight down. And so it acts as a balance for him. He's almost sitting on his tail a little bit. And I don't know if mine relies on the tail because of the slightly wonky leg, but it, it took me a while to get him to a good place where I could stand him. Figure looks great. The cloth, like robe, looks great. But... I'd have to say as much as I got the set for Splinter, because we hadn't seen him before. There's no tall Splinter like there is the other figures. This was his first appearance. And I'm actually very curious to see if they'll do a 16-inch Splinter because I just, something about the figure just makes me think he'd be a little awkward in that size. But they're reissuing the Turtles now, so I can imagine they'll do a, a, the giant rat also. But, um, but the standout figure for me, it, it's got to be Shredder, dude. The Shredder figure looks so good. Removable mask. His face looks great. The details they did to his cape and to his clothes. The maroon color is perfect. It's got glitter in there. And at first you look at the glitter and you're like, why in the heck did they glitter this dude? Like, why is he so sparkly? Does anybody have any idea about who or what this is? It's, it's just kind of silly looking to have such a glittery toy until you go back and watch the movie and you're like, yo, homie's costume was pretty glittery. <laughs> like, I don't know if this is just the 90s and he's like, oh, secret ninja, you know, assassination clan. I need to have sparkly clothes. Or if, you know, maybe he's just, you know, that's what they could steal him at the time. He's like, yo, I don't have any clothes. Go steal me something. That's all they could get him. But yeah, they, the glitter looks it almost looks a little silly until you realize how accurate to the movie it is. And then you're like, all right, well, glittery shredder it is because it looks fire like this. So long story longer. I love the set. I wish there was more hands for the foot guys though. And I'll show you guys when we like, you know, end up playing with them later, but there's only a certain amount of hands that came with them. And there's only like one set of closed hands or like weapon gripping hands and one set of open hands. So you can't have both foot soldiers can't hold a weapon. You know what I mean? Or they, they can, but they're holding it in one hand. So you like share the gripping hands. But anyways, 
uh, I don't want to continue to talk about something you guys don't have. <laughs> I know where's the three extras from Comic-Con. <laughs> <laughs> um, so while we're on the NECA subject, let's talk about these video game turtles that are coming out later this year. I had a little bit of uh, pushback trying to convince a few of you guys. And actually, Jesse, we haven't talked about this yet. Um, not a few of you guys, but basically to pre-order these, the, the, the NECA video game turtles are being released individually to specialty shops, specialty shops, meaning comic book stores, toy retailers, online retailers, stuff like that. But my buddy who runs the comic book shop went to order me a set. And it turns out you have to order a certain number of figures to get any, it's not just, Oh, tell me the ones you want and I'll buy them. You have to reach like a certain number, a certain quota, I guess. So he was like, hey, man, like, I want to order these for you. I want to help you out. But I have to get so many that it's like, I don't know if I'll be able to move all these. So if you are going to get a set and you can, you know, lock in somebody else who's going to get a set, then I can just sell, you know, the the excess ones. So reached out to one homie. He wasn't down. Reached out to Big Logue. He was unsure. Reached out to Robert. At first, he was a little unsure, but then he went all in. So Robert saved the day. Hadn't talked to Jesse about this yet because I was going to wait till you got here this weekend and try to like talk you into it. Um, so we'll talk about that, you know, but the turtle figures from this set are basically, I almost want to say a repaint, but I don't even think they're a repaint. I think they're the same turtle figures that dropped in the 2016 Comic-Con set. They're just getting new accessories. So that 2016 Comic-Con set was meant to be the arcade turtles, the first video game that was in arcades. This new set that is releasing individually, they're all going to be themed from Turtles in Time. So same turtles, same pixelated paint job, but their accessories are going to reflect accessories uh, from Turtles in Time, which that is the video game that I had on Super Nintendo that Logan and I had. So that's the game that I put a lot of time in, played a lot, you know, loved. So this set actually means more to me than the original arcade ones so I've got a, I'm going all in on this one. I'm going to at least have the four turtles. And in the first wave, it's Donnie and Leo slash and a foot soldier. I'll be buying the whole wave again because Aaron over at the comic shop is helping me out. I'll be buying that whole wave. Probably won't hold on to the foot soldier, but I will hold on to Slash because I love Slash from Turtles in Time. So if we see other villains and other uh, characters from Turtles in Time show up in this, uh, in this line... It might be 50-50 depending on who it is, but I'm going to at least have all the turtles hopefully have a normal version of Shredder and maybe a Super Shredder if we get far enough down the line. But um, how do you guys feel about these? Are you going to try to go in on them? Or, I mean, Robert, I know you are because we're we're getting them through Now or Never comics. Shout out Aaron. Shout out Now or Never. But, Jesse, how are you feeling about these? Yeah, man, I think these are sick. Um, when did the first wave come out? You said 2016? The first. There was a Comic-Con exclusive box set yeah, yeah. that was available at 2016 Comic-Con. Doesn't your buddy TJ have them? Didn't he have them at the comic he, shop? He did have them, yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay, yep. Because I remember that was like the first series I saw, and I'm like, I need those. Yeah. So, yeah, it's probably probably a go there. Okay, cool. Well, <laughs> I can talk to Aaron at Now or Never Comics, and we might have a uh, a way for you to get an, uh, a set of those. Sweet. Big lug. I know, I know you were a little iffy on them, but how are you feeling now? Yeah, no, still got to be iffy on them. I, ne- I would like to... It's tough, man. There's a lot of stuff tough. out there. There's a lot of stuff out there. Certain cats get married, so I got to be all saving money and <laughs> buying only the real treasures that I come across. I hear you. Mostly turtle stuff. I really need to finish those 2009 metallic turtles from Comic-Con for Funko. Nice. I need three more of those and... I know. <laughs> I got to finish them, but I'm missing 75% of it. <laughs> and it's hard too. Some guy on offer up, some guy on offer up the other day had Mikey again for a hundred bucks. I was like, dang, I already got Mikey, but yeah. But I know the NECA ones that does make me upset because they're, they're super nice, but yeah. I think, I think with the availability of these, like, they're only available to specialty shops, but online retailers are getting them. So I imagine certain online retailers are going pretty hard on them. And you can order them individually now from Big Bad Toy Store. Uh, when shout out when to BBTS. Yeah, when BBTS originally put up the pre-order, 
it was all, you had to get the the wave of four. But now they've broken it up, and you can order each one individually. So if you only want to get Donnie and Leo, you can get Donnie and Leo. I still would um, like to get the. I just would much rather have the eighteen inch Nikas first with that pre order of all four or whatever, since they're coming back out. Are they are they doing a bundle pre order for the tall ones? No, oh, they're, they're separate. Yeah, yeah. I still need, yeah, still need Mikey of those guys, and still need Shredder from the tall ones. But I'm actually thinking now. Yeah, the collector's marketplace has Shredder and the Foot Soldier, and I was like, ugh, I just want the turtles first. I'm actually thinking about selling the three big ones that I have. Just because where all the all the lines are, you know, seeming to push forward in the seven inch scale, it's like, do I really need these giant dudes taking up all this space if I'm going to start racking up seven inch ones? You know. But all right, guys. So, unless anybody else has anything to say about turtle toys, I think we can jump off of the turtle toy subject. Turtle toys. <laughs> we love turtle toys. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, we do. So, on to some rumors. And mostly a rumor. This kind of caught fire after Comic-Con. And I wanted to talk to you guys about it. So I'm glad we're all here as a group. There was a little bit of buzz after Comic-Con because an interview that Kevin Eastman did and then a statement that Ciro Nielli, the executive producer of the 2012 show, made during a panel where basically in this interview, somebody asked Kevin Eastman a question about a, a more serious version of Turtles or a more quote-unquote adult version of Turtles. And he brought up the Daredevil series that Netflix did and the Punisher series that Netflix did. And we know Kevin Eastman is a big Daredevil fan because that's what him and Peter Laird based a lot of early Turtle stuff on. But he made a comment that was basically something to the effect of, oh, it'd be cool because of how many iterations and how much various turtle stuff there is nowadays, you know, you could have rise live on Nickelodeon and have Netflix do like a mature version of turtles. That would be really cool. And it was literally just him kind of spitballing kind of just like, Oh, this would be cool. You know what I mean? And of course the internet caught on fire and was like, Whoa, dang, there's going to be a new, you know, live action Ninja turtles on Netflix. Well then at the TMNT 35 year panel, People asked, uh, uh, the the host asked the creators, like, what was in the future for them in Turtles. Ciro Nielli said that he wasn't working on anything specifically right now, but it would be cool if he could take the voice cast from the 2012 show and do a, like, mature version, maybe live action on Netflix. So Kevin's comment and then Ciro's comment kind of like rolled into each other and caught the internet on fire. And everybody was like, oh, snap, there's going to be a live-action Ninja Turtle show. And so, again, just a bunch of rumors around Comic-Con time that there might have been this live-action version of, uh, of Turtles on Netflix for cats our age. I don't think it's actually going to happen. I think it's just a couple guys spitballing ideas about something that they like, something that they enjoy, something that they've both worked on creatively. And I know a guy who knows a guy who knows a guy that says that this is pretty unlikely. But don't know if that's set in stone. What would you guys think if there was officially announced a Netflix show that maybe was maybe was a follow-up to the original three movies, like maybe picked up where those left off, or was just a new version in general that was more for quote unquote adults, had blood, had violence, you know, stuff like that. Jesse, start us off, man. Let me know how you'd feel about it. Yeah, man. I mean, if they, um, if it's anything like the Daredevil series or that whole, any of those Marvel series that they put on Netflix, is it not Marvel? Is it DC? Oh, this <laughs> guy shook his head. It's Marvel. <clears throat> yeah. Because I mean, Robert doesn't like all of them, which that's oh. fair. You don't like Iron Fist, bro? (laughs) 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 But yeah, anyway, I mean, they took those movies and they ran with them and they made them their own and they just killed it. They killed it, all of them. I mean, Robert's not a fan, but that's all right. But yeah, anyway, if they, what's up? (laughs) If they had any, you know what I mean? Any, uh, they're able to do something like that with Turtles, make it more adult, more violent, bloody, actually use their weapons. Not the toys in the, the toy store. Exactly. <laughs> Using weapons when you have weapons is key. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, I think they would kill it for sure. Robert, what you think, man? <clears throat> I was thinking that if it was like violent and blood, 
Um, not to the same like exaggeration, but it would be cool to have um, the turtles kind of like in a Sin City type feel, like that gritty, that real thing, you know, like it that really is brutal with the violence to send a message mm-hmm. and kind of that'd be kind of cool. Even though they're the good guys, it's still a little bit darker. I'm back it. Big Log, what you think, man? Well, one, I think you're right because if it's too good to be true, it's usually. <laughs> I hear you. You know, so, but it would be not, it would be tight to see any, any kind of iteration on the silver slash miniature silver screen would be dope just to be, just in general, since it's been so long, but. Yeah, literally the, the last live action, I mean, the two, the two Michael Bay movies were live action with CGI, obviously, but the last, um. The one and only live action TV iteration we got was Next Mutation. And yeah. that is uh, not looked back upon very kindly. So I, I think there would probably be there'd probably be some fear around that. And uh, I messed with Knoxville though. I really liked Knoxville as Leonardo, but yeah, I get it. It was Michael Bay. I uh I didn't love Johnny Knoxville as Leonardo. I didn't. I didn't hate him, I but mean, I didn't I dis- like it. I can't be mad at him. I mean, it's a paycheck, but no, for somebody sure. Else for sure. The, somebody else wrote the movie, <laughs> <laughs> right? I just it, he they didn't do enough with his voice. Where you know, it, every time Leonardo opened his mouth, I was waiting for him to be like, "Hi, my name is Leonardo. Welcome to you know." But um. But yeah, I actually we've talked about this before, but I really like Out of the Shadows. Yeah. This the second movie from those two reboots to me, like they nailed the turtles, they nailed Krang for better or worse. They got Bebop and Rocksteady pretty good. I I don't like I don't like super goofy, super over the top Rocksteady and Bebop. But to the to like the tone of the '87 show, they kind of got those characters like you know nailed them. But to me, the best part was the turtles. And speaking of turtles, which is what we've been doing for almost 35 minutes now, is speak of turtles. But I know you guys aren't big comic readers. I know you're not. Is nobody going to hit Robert with a line? (laughs) (laughs) The pork ride? (laughs) So Robert has decided, guys, that mid-show he needed a a midnight snack. snack. (laughs) Yeah, so he is now chomping down on some chips, and Jesse thought it would be appropriate to hit him with the uh, pork rind line. I wish I had that queued up in the sound bites because then it'd be perfect, but um, I don't. But Turtles comics. I know you guys don't read them unless I like shove them down your throat and say, hey, read this. But just recently, there has been a new turtle revealed and brought into the fold in the comics. And it's a girl turtle. Whoa! Her name is Jenica. She's an existing character. She's been around the... She was revealed... She was turned into a turtle in issue 95. She's been in the, sh- in the books. I almost said in the show. She's been in the books since issue 50 or, or since 51, I believe she was a former foot assassin who actually at one point in the books tried to assassinate splinter. She was defeated, captured, and then splinter as like a punishment was like, you're going to work for me now. You're going to work with me. And as he, after he took over the foot clan, he brought her in and she basically became like his, not, I don't want to say second in command, but she worked very closely with him. She's basically like his head bodyguard. And so she's really close with Splinter. She's become really close with Leonardo through like their appreciation of Splinter. And more recently, she was actually developing a relationship with Casey Jones, like a, a romantic relationship. Cause Casey and April are, are not a thing, uh, in the books right now. But this, uh, eight issue arc that's running right now called city at war cracked off. And one of the big developments from it was Jenica got like mortally wounded and Donatello had to give her some ooze because the ooze has like these kind of latent healing properties. He was trying to give her ooze. Somebody destroyed the only ooze they had left, like in, in like a little canister type thing. So to give her some ooze, they did a blood transfusion from Leonardo to Jenica so that the ooze in his like blood and DNA would heal her. But because it was his blood, 
and the ooze mixed into it, it went into her, boom, turned her into a turtle. So as you guys can imagine, especially in today's age of people on the internet that want to hate everything just to hate everything, Jenica was, I don't even want to say 50-50 because I saw a lot of positive response to her. It seemed like it seemed like a lot of the people who actually read the comics and who actually keep up with this stuff really enjoyed her and really enjoyed like this transformation and this like big reveal. So Jenica is in the IDW comics, the fifth turtle. And so again, I know you guys don't read the comics, but I wanted to see how you would at least loosely feel about there being a, a new turtle and B her being a girl. First of all, (laughs) let us know. But remember, this is a PG friendly show. <laughs> First of all, I only got four turtles, and they're all boys. <laughs> no, I have. I'd have to read it. I just have to read it. Word. I have no. Uh, I, no hatred towards it whatsoever. My bad. Um, but it definitely sounds fun. Is it the same? Is that the same series where Donatello is the robot now? He he didn't stay a robot. Okay. He was a robot for um, approximately six issues. And then he he got his body back. Word. But yes, it's that same series. And I the big thing for me with it, basically any content I, you know, storytelling that I, you know, take in nowadays is I just want it to make sense and I want it to feel earned, right? I want it to feel organic. I want it to feel like it was, like it happened the way the storytellers, you know, want it to happen. And, um... Gordon Ramsay over here. <laughs> <laughs> Robert is now back in the kitchen making himself more food. Anyways, I just want things to feel organic and feel like they're earned by the story and by the development of the story. I got fire left over there, bro. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so for me, I felt like it was. And again, I read the comics. You guys don't. I just, I really just wanted to see like how you guys would feel about like, oh, a new turtle. Because the, the last time they tried adding a new turtle... Uh, or at least a new female turtle was in the next mutation and it was very poorly received. But I don't think that that was on the part of the female turtle being poorly received. Just the show was a dumpster fire to begin with. And so you tried to, you know, you tried to introduce something new to the canon and to the world of the turtles with burning garbage around it. It's probably going to end up being burning garbage itself. You know what I mean? So Jesse, how do you feel about a new turtle and or a female turtle? Yeah, man. I'm all for it. It's 2019. My man. <laughs> That's what I like to hear. Robert? Yeah. Or No, I'm sorry, Jesse. No, you're good. Yeah, just kind of like Logan said. Or I think maybe you said. I don't know. As long as it's organic and it's not forced and it's not, you know what I mean, pushed yeah. on like. It's not just pandering. Hey, we just, yeah, we just want to have a female turtle. Like, we're just going to put one in here. Yeah, I'm all for it, man. Do it. For sure. Robert. Yeah, Zach said that. Or Logan. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> We can't cut the snack guy yet. <laughs> oh no, it's okay. He needs a break skis. Um, no, I definitely would have to agree with you and Zach for sure. But Zach said that, not me. <laughs> it, it it would need to be organic for sure. But that's it. But when Zach was describing it, when uh, the the arc of it, um, I thought it was interesting because I thought he was going to say. Uh, as punishment, Shredder just hit her with a sprinkle over some ooze. Gave her, gave her, that's what turned her to a turtle. Yeah. Just He's like, oh, like, you tried to kill me? Boom, now you're yeah. a turtle. I mean, Rock. not knowing the fix, because, I mean, the turtles were turtles when it happened. I mean, she's just a girl, so I wonder if it just made her a super girl. Like, right, super right. turtle. And it's actually, it's funny you bring that up, because there's kind of precedent for a blood transfusion turning people into other people in comic books. And not that it has any real world scientific uh, precedent, uh, you know, medically or biologically or whatever. But um, in the those are the same thing. I know. I'm sorry. But um, <laughs> it's now 1130 on Friday, not Saturday. But anyways, that's how She-Hulk became She-Hulk. She received a blood transfusion from Bruce, from Bruce. And that's how she. Yeah, Yeah. That's how she got, you know. Lean and green and mean, but um, Snackmaster Robert, what's your thoughts on Fifth Turtle Jenica? Isn't that how Bella got turned into a vampire too? <laughs> was a blood transfusion? Was it? No, that was a baby, right? Yeah, it was a baby. Yeah, blood transfusion. <laughs> I thought she was 
No, no, the girl, not the baby. Yeah. Yeah, the main character. Yeah, the main character. She she's a girl. Edward? No, she no, does to stay alive. Yeah, to stay alive because the baby's killing her. But yeah, the baby's killing her. Dude, I, I watched all those movies with Paul's mom, bro. This is. <laughs> <laughs> I saved seats out in front of Harkins for them more than one time, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I, sure did. I sure did, dude. I got, I, I got it on, dude. Oh, <laughs> shell <smart>. shock. <laughs> I don't know how this turtle podcast turned into a Twilight podcast, but. It definitely did not. That's all I'm going into. I don't know. I never read the books. I definitely never seen all the movies. I think it was only like two or three of them, and then I definitely watched the last one, but I don't think I've actually seen one through however many there is. <laughs> one through five, and I've seen four. So. <laughs> Here you go with your interesting math yeah. again. I've almost, so I just need to finish them, but I've only got one of the four. Yeah. I definitely haven't seen, I haven't seen all the movies. There's five, but I've seen four of them. Now that I think about it, there is five, right? Yeah, one, two, three, and then two parts of four. You, sh- you seem to know a lot about them. <laughs> yeah, they're so good. <laughs> oh, man. I mean, dude. All right, guys. Catch us next time on on Booyaka Show, a Twilight podcast. (laughs) Does anybody have any idea about who or what this is? Can that be Turtles be vampires for a series or so? Oh, we'll get to we'll get to Turtles Batman talk here in a second because I want to talk about more comics crossover stuff. But we don't just have that on right now. We should have been watching it for Jess. We should have. But Robert, do you have? Do you have any concrete thoughts or feelings about Jenica the Fifth Turtle as a non-comic book reader? Uh, no, I probably have to agree with a lot of things that you guys already said. <coughs> Excuse me. But um, I think in most shows, like as a lot of times as you continue a show, a series, books, or whatever it is, you, you start to introduce new characters. So it's not like they were failing and all of a sudden they added somebody it's like, hey, this is we've been going so far. This is where we are in the story. So then we add somebody else. Bravo, man. Well said. And while we're on comics, this is going to be our last subject, guys. We're coming up on 45 minutes, and we need to go to bed so we can go to Disneyland tomorrow and enjoy our uh, long day full of fairy dust and churros. <laughs> Pineapple whip. <laughs> oh yeah, definitely need some Dole Whip. I, don't I wish know why I could. We haven't mixed those two together. You know how good it would be, dude. I was just about to freaking... say. I'm just about to say I'm gonna sprinkle my Dole Whip with churro dust. <laughs> but Ninja Turtle comics. Right now we got the main ongoing, which is super hot right now with the City at War stuff. But we also have the third volume of. I don't know if you'd call it a volume, but the third series of the Batman Ninja Turtles crossover. Uh, the movie that came out is based off on this first series. There was a second series that heavily featured Bane, and I'm mad because I actually didn't read that one start to finish. I've only read a couple issues from it, so I need to go back and grab those and catch up. But we are now in the third series, which has em- like full-on embraced the wackiness of comic book crossovers and the wackiness, the potential wackiness of comic books and multiverses and stuff where essentially the story is that Krang has like this tool that is messing with the multiverse or the different universes. And he either created a world or manipulated a world where basically Splinter is Batman's dad and the four turtles were the four Robins. So like Leonardo was Nightwing, uh, Donatello was Red Robin, Mikey was Damien, and um, who am I missing? Ra- no, I said. What's up? JGL. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and Joseph Gordon-Levitt is uh, whatever his name was in the movie until he said Robin. No, who am I missing? Say Donatello. I said Donatello is Red Robin. Ah, Raph is Red Hood. That's why we missed oh, him because Red Robin, Donatello Red Hood. Would be. uh, Donatello is Red Robin. He's like the smart one, Tim Drake. Anyways, we're in the third version, and basically the multiverse is all messed up. The turtles are the Robins. Uh, Splinter is Alfred, and a 
OG comic book version of Raphael drawn by Kevin Eastman, which this is cool. I've never, I've never heard of this being done before. And again, I'm not like a super big comics nerd. My comics knowledge is not super deep, but they had two artists drawing this book. So Freddie Williams, who's drawn all these Batman turtles books, drew art and Kevin Eastman added turtles on top of it in his style. So like 80, 84 comic book, Raphael showed up in this messed up universe and was like, hey, this universe is messed up. I'm going to help you fix it. And he told them, like, you've got to remember your true selves. You've got to, like, this isn't who you really are. You've got to figure this out. And he kind of woke them up to this idea that, like, things are wrong. And so with that being said, again, you guys aren't currently reading this stuff, so I don't want to pick your brain about that, and it's it's not over yet. Just had issue four, drop of six. But what I would like to talk about is we've got the Batman Turtles crossover happening right now. They announced in big news, IDW and Boom Studios announced that there is a Power Rangers and Ninja Turtles comic book crossover happening in December, which I'm actually pretty excited about because I haven't watched Power Rangers since I was a kid. So I haven't kept up with any of those like newer iterations that happened from the ones that we would recognize. But supposedly the Power Ranger comic books are really good supposedly haven't read anything myself but supposedly they're really good so i'm really interested to see how comic book turtles cross over with comic book power rangers so first i know all of you guys again we're pretty much all from the same generation what do you guys think about possible comic book you know turtles power rangers crossover we did have an actual turtles power rangers crossover before with some version of Power Rangers that I don't remember and the next Mutation Turtles. So again, it was fun and it was exciting, but it was also kind of garbage. Jess, comic book, you know, crossover of good version of Turtles, good version of Power Rangers. Your thoughts? Yeah, let's do it, man. Um, as long as it's the OG Power Rangers, <laughs> we're it's, good to go. It seems to be, yeah. Yeah, yeah. From the pictures I've seen, I think we yeah. talked about it already once, but yeah, man, it that's awesome. That's too, like, I was a little older for Power Rangers, so I had to like yeah. kind of go back and be like, oh, okay, you know what I mean? But yeah, yeah, <laughs> for sure. I remember like going to the Power Rangers movie and people were like, why are you going to that? You're too old for that. And I'm like, nah, man, it's the Power Rangers. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I got a little brother, bro. Relax. Exactly. But yeah, I'm stoked for it, man. I think it's going to be awesome. Cool. Robert? <clears throat> um, <clears throat> Because I didn't read or know the story from the other ones. It sounds really cool. I just don't see how it would come together. I mean, it, I feel like it's a little bit less far-fetched than the Ninja Turtles and Batman crossover. But just thinking of That's what the Power Rangers were and kind of how silly like their villains are and they're like doing acrobatics in the air, <laughs> you know, that kind of stuff. So it'd be kind of interesting to see like the style switched or things like that. But I can't imagine what the story would be like. Would it just be another multiverse type thing or some crystal you know but yeah yeah because as much as i love the turtles to death some big bad bad guys in power rangers <laughs> what i'm you know part of me is worried that it might be a little too wacky but i wouldn't be mad at seeing uh ninja turtle inspired megazords no i mean and why and just keep killing the dc thing run the dc train money ticket all the way in turtles and everything Oh yeah, it like from turtles and Batman, turtles and Flash, turtles and Superman, right. turtles and whatever you want. From from what I've seen, from what I've seen, the <laughs> from what I've seen, the the numbers on that Batman Turtles book are pretty consistently good. So they're definitely gonna run it until the wheels fall off. Which you know, again, as long as it stays good, I'm cool with that. You know, I don't want them to run it into the dirt and like ruin what they've done so far, but. You know, so far it's it's been fun. It's embraced the kind of wackiness. It's gone kind of full bore, and I I I really feel like they're they're pushing it to the limit on this one. So it might be the last Batman Turtles. But Logan, you bring up an interesting point, and that's kind of where I was going with this conversation. Is we're seeing these great mashups now, where we saw Batman Turtles mashup before that actually, because IDW owns both of these properties. We saw a Ninja Turtles Ghostbusters mashup uh, in comic book form. And then in 
uh, Playmates toys form too. There was the 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 Ghostbusters TMNT mashup. There was the toy mashup of the wrestling WWE and Ninja Turtles, which I loved and still love. Then we got comic book Batman Turtles. We got movie Batman Turtles. We've got comic book Batman Power or excuse me Ninja Turtles Power Rangers coming up. What would you guys do if you could mash Ninja Turtles up with something? Video game, TV show, comic book, movie, like no holds barred. If you could put the turtles into any universe or if you could bring somebody else from something and put them into the turtles universe, which characters are you doing? And like, what's like a basic, like loose version of the story you think you would do? Who wants to, who, Robert, you got a thought? Um, just because we were talking about it earlier, I think it'd be really cool without having any like limitations that it wasn't for a kid show it was just a show obviously for adults i think having them in like rick and morty style would be would be really good because you have so many different personalities in between the turtles and i think that's what makes it such a success with the creativity in rick and morty that the personalities are so different and adds that much more to the show so i think with having four other personalities it would just be crazy. See, I can bounce off that because, like, uh, to to kind of go along that route, like, I think, um, I don't know, I think the Apatow posse could do really good with that, too. Like, if you let James Franco and Seth Rogen be in control of Four Turtles, it could be is exactly as serious as you need it to be and is exactly as funny as it could possibly be. Yeah, but, but you're talking about a creative team making something, yeah. Turtles. I'm talking about if you could smash up like uh, another fictional character with the Turtles, like a, a Batman TMNT, like you said earlier, like put them put in Aquaman, put them in Flash. If Logan could do his dream mashup of Ninja Turtles and somebody else, who are you mixing up? It's a hard one. <laughs> I know there's so much good stuff out yeah. there. Just because I thought it was <clears throat> such a good idea earlier, I would definitely mash them up with like Sin City. Like I still think right. that that kind of mashup would still be a really good. Whether it was a, it would probably read wonderfully as a comic, but also having it as a show, I think would be something. That's also interesting that you say that because, again. Kevin Eastman and Peter Laird were big Daredevil fans, but more specifically, they were big Frank Miller Daredevil fans. That's kind of what inspired their initial issue of um, Ninja Turtles was Frank Miller's Daredevil. So that Frank Miller wrote Sin City also, I can definitely see in Kevin Eastman's like old art style, you can totally see like a little bit of Frank Miller like inspiration there. So yeah, dude, I could definitely see the turtles walking around in that like harsh black and white environment, super stylized and, you know, gritty teeth and scars and bullet holes. And yeah, that would, that would be fun for sure. Nike. Yeah. Turtles and Jordan brand. That's a mashup. I'm, I'm always waiting Russell for that. Westbrook. They already got the turtles. <laughs> you get, give me some Ninja Turtle Nikes any day of the week. Wait. Um, Michael. <laughs> it's the four turtles. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. That would be sick. So you t- you like Looney Tunes, Space Jam? They get they recruit the turtles to take on the new version <laughs> of the monsters. <laughs> hey man, the turtles are from New York, so you know they hoop. Yeah, but no, I mean it's just like you said, it's everything. I'd love you know I'd love to give the the turtle license over to Insomniac Games and give me a one player four character turtle game. You know what I mean. Um, same thing with it, just regular style. Give me just a straight up Ninja Turtle, uh, you know, God, everything, the video, <laughs> video games, sneakers, anything that there's not already, a, you know, anything of that we could get our hands on. Jess, what about you, big dog? Turtles, turtles mashup. Who are you mashing the turtles with? Yeah, man. I mean, we've already talked about, and we also have, I know you and I have the turtle wrestlers, but mm. to see them like. I don't know, some fatal four-way, like, whatever yeah. match, but it's against the Turtles. Turtles against, like, Cena or the Fiend Bray Wyatt. You know uh, what I mean? Like, I don't know, some crazy stuff like that. I, I need somebody to make that animated movie right now. Yeah, exactly. Turtles against 
Fiend Bray Wyatt, <laughs> Demon Finn Balor, and whoever else. I don't even care. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't matter <laughs> after that. The Undertaker. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Undertaker and Kane. But yeah, that could be fun. I uh, only because it just hit me right now as I'm looking at this uh, Jake and Finn action figure that I have. But I think it'd be fun to see Ninja Turtles in Adventure Time. That that'd be fun and quirky and and goofy. Um, but I think Dream Mashup. Oh, buddy, where would I put the turtles or who would I put the turtles with? That hasn't been done before. Dr. Strange, I'm telling you, everything you want is, it would always be fun. Some interdimensional pizza thieves. <laughs> yeah, who who they got to recruit to help Interdimensional them. pizza thieves. And you heard it here first. And who's going to be the, the, the Sorcerer Supreme? The only one who can help out the tor- turtles do their thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Sick. You know, I think I think an easy one, man, is... Um, an easy one Marvel-related is Spider-Man. Uh, Spider-Man or Daredevil, because obviously the Daredevil inspiration dies. is there. They're both in New York. You know, they operate on like a street level. You know, so all those all those characters would work. I could totally see Daredevil turtles. I could totally see Spider-Man turtles. Um, but one one that I don't see people. I mean, I know I know people. Somebody has suggested this before. I've seen it on forums or whatever. But one that I think would probably be pretty cool. And because I'm super hyped on it right now with the House of X and Powers of X books that are out, um, but Ninja Turtles and X Men, um, they're all mutants, and I think that, I mean, those things would just work together really well. Like the X Men stories are basically, they're they're always stories about a group of people that are, you know, basically excluded from society and looked down upon and them trying to find their equality and their freedom in the world. And that is sometimes subtly hinted at in, you know, turtle stories is that you've got these four teenagers who love American pop culture and would love nothing more than to be part of the above world or the human world, but they just know that they'll never be accepted as four turtles who walk on two feet and speak like, you know, a human language. Um, So I think that could be a cool, I, I would love to see, you know, Raph and Wolverine butt heads. I would love to see, you know, Leo and Cyclops kind of going at each other about, you know, who's the, who's the better leader or who's, you know, what the best way to lead is. And, uh, you know, Nightcrawler, you know, teleporting around with Michelangelo would probably be super fun, but that's probably what I'm doing mashup wise is Ninja Turtles and X-Men. Um, well, yeah, guys, I think we've, Oh, Robert, a thought? Do you think because um, because of diversity in X-Men, do you think since it is kind of a, it is a mashup, but it's also like a reimagination of what the, what the X-Men are and what the Ninja Turtles are, do you think they would give them additional mutant powers to kind of throw that into the mix? That's exactly kind of what goes I was with like the personalities? Was they're going to have to, not that it doesn't all sound fun, but I think that's a great point, Robert, because Back to the same thing with the Power Rangers. Not that, not that the Turtles can't hold their own, but some scary powers in the X Men. They're they're gonna have to have a little extra, you know what I mean? Because they can, outside of being masters of karate, they can. You know, it's gonna Ninjutsu, be tough. Ninjutsu, bro. That was the SpongeBob joke. <laughs> and karate. <laughs> um, no, that's a good point, man. And I, I didn't really think about that. And it, also, too, if you think about it, you know, the X Men are, they're born mutants the turtles were mutated so i don't even know if you really wanted to be strict about it i don't know if certain x-men would even include them as like their you know same species or whatever but just from the from the aspect of being outsiders is where i would appreciate it dude i think it'd be super cool if you you know put the turtles into an x-men universe and then gave them each powers like i'm with it let let Raph have a healing ability so he just is like, you know, going berserker barrage all over dudes, you know? That actually makes me think now, like, what power would they have, you know what I mean? And I definitely, I feel like Raph would definitely need a healing factor because uh, he's a brute who responds to everything with his fists. Mikey, 
I, I think I'd probably match them up the, the way I did. Like, I don't know what kind of leader power uh, Leonardo would have, but Raph would have a healing ability. Mikey would definitely be a teleporter. Donatello would have some kind of mutant ability. There's actually, there's an X-Men whose name escapes me right now, but he has the ability to communicate with machines. So he's like very good with like computers and stuff. So that would definitely be Donatello. And then Leonardo, I don't know. But yeah, guys, that I think is going to wrap this up. We're, we're hitting, we're just over an hour. I think that's enough time to, to let the Booyaka Show listeners uh, listen to us, you know, ramble about random Ninja Turtle stuff. So want to thank everybody out there for listening to me and Logan and Jesse and Robert uh, talk our own ears off and talk your ears off about random Ninja, Tur- Ninja Turtle stuff. Um, you guys got any last words for the listeners out there, Big Logue? I appreciate everybody listening to us ramble on. Word, word, Jesse. Thanks for having us, man. Of course, man. Thank you guys for being here. Roberto? Just glad we can hang out and also talk about turtles. Always glad to be hanging out with you guys and always glad to be talking turtles with you guys. So, all right, Ninja Turtle fans. Thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of Booyaka Show, a TMNT podcast. You guys can find me on social media at ZosoTMNT. That is at Z-O-S-O-T-M-N-T. And you can find Booyaka Show on pretty much anywhere you listen to podcasts. I should be everywhere. I just recently got on TuneIn, so that's cool. I know that's a big app for uh, radio and podcasts and stuff like that. You can find me on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, pretty much anywhere. Go check them out. Search us. Make sure you're liked, subscribed, following, rating, reviewing, all that good stuff. Appreciate everybody who's left reviews. Thanks again to everybody for listening. Catch me next time on Booyaka Show, a TMNT podcast. Take care and good night. Cowabunga!